Welcome to the Real Facts on Real Estate podcast presented by Sean Patrick Maloney. In this series, we educate real estate agents on how to find success in the industry and grow their wealth to six-figure commissions and beyond. Now here's your host, Sean Maloney. Welcome to episode 150, The Art of Gifting. I'm your host, Sean Patrick Maloney. Thanks for joining me this week. This week, I want to talk to you about the art of gifting. A lot of people get confused here. They think that if you just spend the most money or buy the most stuff, that that means a win, that that means ultimately you bought the best gift because you gave the most expensive one, the biggest one or whatever it be, but they forget about the main key role of a gift, which is that to accentuate somebody's already great life and make it even better. That's the best thing we can do with a gift. And when we fully understand the person, we can fully understand how to give the gift. Today in this episode, I'm just going to go over some of the key factors that you want to think about when you're giving your clients gifts to ensure you get the most out of this holiday season and the expenses that you take on buying gifts, but also in building those great relationships that make you not only just a salesperson, but also a mentor and a guide on their path to buying a home. You know, here at Movementum Realty, we really focus on the idea of move mentorship, which is the being a mentor and a guide in the process of buying and selling homes. So first off, gifting is an art. It's not all about just spending money. When giving, understand the purpose of your gift to make the impact that you want. When I'm giving a gift, I want to think about the person and who they are and what they already like. That way there, I have a better baseline of what am I going to go with for a gift. Even if I was the richest person in the world and could buy anything, chances are buying the most expensive things is only really going to get me in trouble because one of the things that goes on in most people's lives is the things that are more valuable, the things that are more expensive, they tend to already own them if they could afford them or they tend to know exactly which ones they want if they could afford them. When we buy people expensive things, we're insinuating that we know which is the best one that they want, which sometimes what this can lead to is we give a really expensive gift that instead of having a positive impact and a positive mental experience, it gives a negative one. What do I mean by that? Like how could an expensive gift give a negative feeling? Well, think about someone giving you something that costs thousands of dollars or hundreds of dollars even, depending on your price level. Suddenly you get it. Maybe it's a brand new iPad. Maybe it's a new iWatch. Whatever it be. It could be a new car. You look at it and it's not really the one you wanted. The question you then ask yourself is, should I use this gift? Should I give it back? If I give it back, am I going to offend the person that spent so much money into it? If I don't give it back and I keep it, and it sits there on my shelf, is it not going to haunt me as a really expensive item that someone gave me that I don't even utilize? Then if I gift it to somebody, am I going to feel guilty for taking something from someone else and gifting it to somebody else just because I don't like what they gave me? Then when they check up on it, is it going to have the value to me that shows in my eyes, shows in my spirit when I tell them how excited I am for the huge investment they made in me? As you can see, this mental conundrum goes really deep. It's something that we don't realize, but people hold value to things that are expensive. So when we give these big expensive gifts, not the right one, the person holds it for a long time. The same thing if it was a $20 gift, they do it way less. They just kind of give it to someone else, throw it away, recycle it, whatever it be, versus these expensive ones. So one of the things you really want to understand is the person and what you can focus on to give them that accentuates things that they already do. Remember, a great gift accentuates somebody's life. 
Trying to buy huge expensive gifts will just have a really tough impact. But if we think to ourselves, okay, this person collects watches, say, or maybe they love motorcycles or any of these other expensive things. Let's break down some gifts. So maybe they love motorcycles. Is it a sticker for the back of their truck that says the brand they love? Is it a sweatshirt or a t-shirt that says the brand they love? Is it a kickstand pad so that when they go in their garage, their motorcycle leans on it? Is it a sticker for their helmet that they wear every day when they go out on their bike? Is it a new bike wash kit? Think about this, right? All those gifts I just mentioned take their hobby of riding motorcycles and accentuate it, right? And when they go to use this, every time they use the item we gave them, they're going to think about us. They're going to think about how we gave them that gift. Now, maybe you say to yourself, okay, well, the person that I'm looking to gift to, they really don't have any hobbies. They don't have any things. So then that's when we move to the next thing in gifting, which can be experiences, right? Because when person has an experience with a gift we gave them, that experience was almost like it was with us. It could be something as simple as movie tickets that make them think of us the whole time they're at the movie. A book where every time they pull it out and they put that little bookmark in, they think about the person that gave them the book. It's almost as though they're reading with the individual that gave them that book. The other things we have are things like massage, pedicures, manicures, all sorts of different home body enjoyment type things where the person takes some time to focus on self, which we all don't do enough of, right? To focus on themselves, because when they're focusing on themselves and you're the person who gave them that spa day or whatever package you gave them, they're going to be focusing on themselves while they're there mentally with you, which is the best thing that we can do. We're not trying to invade their experience, but what we are trying to do is gain some value out of what it is that we produced as a gift. Now remember, if you're the person that just goes out to buy gifts, to satisfy the need to buy gifts, you're probably better off not doing that because it can be insulting when you get gifts that are totally unrelated with who you are as a person and offer zero value. Now, this is very common when real estate agents go out to buy gifts because oftentimes they're trying to buy 20, 50, whatever the most recent transactions that they're gonna get gifts for people, they're trying to get that many people different presents. So to make their life easier, they just simply go to a store and buy 45 apple pies or buy whatever it be. They don't even check to see if the person likes apple pie. They, they just assume that, okay, I'll buy that and it'll work out and everybody loves pie. Now, year after year, time after time, the person who gets that $20 apple pie that throws it away or gives it to mom, they feel guilty every time that holiday season comes because they know that that pie that they don't want, that they don't deserve, that they don't need, that they don't have anything to do with is now going to come to waste with them again. Guys, if this can basically give you a floor plan for what you want to do with gifting, it is make sure the gift has value. Make sure you understand the person and make sure when you're giving gifts, you follow up and follow through with do they like it and is it the right one? And in the future, should I alter this program? Because again, we don't want to give people things that give them a guilty conscience because they did not use it. Guys, gift giving is an amazing way to have people feel the law of reciprocity, which is when we give, they feel like they need to give back. It can be a great way to set an anchor into clients for future, to make sure that they feel like they should work with you, to make sure they feel appreciated 
and to make sure that they feel like you know who they really are. Working as a real estate broker is a really fun and interesting experience. I get to see into so many different people's lives and see so many different ways to do the same thing. I always get to remember to myself that each person has their own unique experience with what they think real estate is about and how they think we should work. The more I learn their unique experiences, the more I learn the client, the more I can give them a gift that'll have a positive impact on their future. Guys, I want you to take a moment and think I'm more than just a salesperson. And if you're looking to be more than just a salesperson in real estate, reach out to us over here at Movementum Realty. We're hiring new agents and existing agents to add to our inventory of Move Mentors. Our agents, we call Move Mentors because we believe they're both a mentor and a guide on the process of buying, selling, and also owning homes so that their clients build a long-term relationship with them and continue to do business. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I look forward to talking to you next week. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please post them below anywhere you find this podcast. Also, make sure to hit the subscribe button and tell other real estate professionals about this podcast. It's a great way for them to learn to earn more than six figures in real estate. Thanks again, and have a great day.